Hello and welcome to the High Hops Podcast with your host Bradley White. With me as always, my beer guru, Phoebe Ward. No. No. No? No. Well, Phoebe... We've got better we've got, beer gurus We've got better today. beer gurus this week. Um, Phoebe, <laughs> would you like to introduce... Actually, would you two like to introduce... Introduce yourselves. Who are you? I'm Paddy from Bulletproof Brewing. I'm Connor from Bulletproof Brewing. So, for those, I guess, uh, not in the know, who is Bulletproof Brewing? Bulletproof Brewing's like a really, really, really small mm-hmm. craft brewery based in Plymouth. Um, we sort of brew out of a big garden shed... Um, we were in the paper last year as Britain's smallest brewery. I don't know if that's true or I not. Was reading, I was just reading that article before you yeah. guys got up here because everyone always goes, the smallest brewery. And I'm like, which one's that, Herald? I'm like, I mean, this is shed, so it is pretty small. It's pretty small. <laughs> There's probably breweries smaller. We didn't like come up with that tagline. <laughs> it was just in the paper one day. Yeah. We were like, all right, okay. It's actually quite <laughs> yeah. a big shed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the amount of fit in it, I saw some photos from inside. I guess before the shed, what were you starting with? Or did it was it immediately you knew kind of what scale you wanted to well, do? Well, I can talk about that. Okay. Because um, at the time, Connor wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, working, mm-hmm. working with Bulletproof. Okay. Um, so I was looking around for uh, quite a few places and, and basically um, I couldn't find anything that you know, as a starting business could, you know, could afford. So um, uh, basically I was coming up with some ideas and stuff and I I um, passed them past my parents and said, look, would it be cool if I could do that? And being as supportive as they were, they said, yeah, sure. Um, so we spoke to a few people that could put sheds together and get some prices and stuff and then just just went on from there really mm-hmm. um i didn't have the equipment i was literally cooking or, or brewing i should say in my 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 mum's my kitchen mm. you know just on yeah, uh, a grain father pretty kit. messy it does get point, messy yeah. especially when you're you know we're cleaning mm. but um but yeah um uh, i wanted to scale up obviously because that's a that's what you need to do. Places were asking for stupid amounts of money, um, rent, so and so, and I just couldn't afford it. But I mean, apart from that, you know, um, it was pretty plain sailing. Mm. Um, it was just uh, getting the kit over from America was, a, a, you know, I bought some Brew Magic kit. Yeah. And it was coming over from uh, Toledo. My God. And, and it was a, and it cost an arm and a leg. But mm. um, yeah, um, that was the fun part. But I mean, when it came, when it got over here, um, I was really happy with it, you know. And, and um, yeah, started really brewing larger amounts, you know, from then on. What's the capacity that you can do it's with that? It's only 50 litres, but I do double brews in a day. So it's about 100 litres a day. Okay. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's one of the reasons why, you know, um, we, we're starting to cuckoo brew now. Yeah. Up in Utopian, in. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. They're a good bunch of guys, and uh, we enjoy brewing up there. I so, tried uh, to grab him, and I was like, "Oh, I want to get him on," because I thought it'd be really cool if we were like all here. But he just like shot off, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh, come on!" I know, yeah, yeah. It's a bit <laughs> yeah. of a pain. Yeah, that's cool. I think um, the really good thing about brewing in the shed is, um, especially for a small business, and anyone can really operate at the scale that that we are. Um, is that we don't we don't pay rent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's no there's no business rates because we're definitely underneath that threshold. Yeah. Um. So it was it's such a such a big help for a small business trying to find its feet. Yeah. And um, it was really like a a big pilot kit, really, mm. or probably a small pilot kit. I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's I imagine, one of the bigger ones. <laughs> I was gonna say, imagine at this point though, the shed feels like it's part of the. The business like can you see life without the shed in the future 
Do you want to get rid out? Do you want well, to get rid of the are, sheds? You're moving, aren't you? The... Well, we don't need to get rid of the shed no. at any point. Well, we are yeah. moving. We're, yeah. we're, we're, we're open a bar and muddy plane, mm. but I mean, the kit's not going to come with us. No. Mm. We, we can still, you know, do pilot brews on that kit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once we're happy with the, you know, with the results, then we can just, you know, go up to yeah. Utopian and, and, and then just do thousands of litres of, yeah, you know, awesome. of it. So, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, cool. that's cool. I guess we mentioned how it started. So how, Connor, so if you weren't there during the beginning, how did you how come into... How did you into... guys meet? <laughs> how did we meet? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it, was, it, was, it was in a bar. Yeah. <laughs> how did your Surprise. relationship start? Did you know immediately? Uh, I kn- <laughs> yeah. Immediately I knew this guy's an idiot. <laughs> no, we, uh, we used to work at um, China Fleet Club together. So we both come from sort of hospitality bar backgrounds. Um, we're always passionate about cocktails and and coffee and mm-hmm. you know anything to do with alcohol, alcohol and drinks. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we so we worked together at China Fleet Club for probably about a year or so. Yeah, yeah. And then we both got hired to work at Roads at the Dome when Gary Rhodes opened the. Oh yeah, on the on the waterfront. On the waterfront, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, that was quite exciting. It was it had never been a a restaurant or a bar before, and we we're in there chipping in with the builders and um it all went to it went to shit really <laughs> but, um, not 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 your fault not, not, your not fault. our fault no, no, no. and not gary rhodes's fault if he's listening <laughs> yeah gary. yeah mm-hmm. and then how did that sort of go into working together in the brewery was there a bit of time before that was yeah, it yeah well we, we became good friends obviously through mm. that and we were you know would go out and drink together and, and things like that and um paddy was home brewing in his kitchen and I would just go and help him brew in his kitchen. Before I was part of Bulletproof, before Bulletproof existed, mm. we would just brew together in the kitchen and make an almighty mess. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then I went I went traveling for two years. Mm. Um, I went and lived in Australia, which was <sighs> which was pretty cool. And um, I, and then I went to I think I went to Asia for about three months after that. And I was rang Paddy. Paddy rang me. And I was in Thailand, and he told me about the shed, and um, you know, building Come this back. building <laughs> <Yeah>. this brewery. <clears throat> and I was just I'm like, still stayed in touch. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, right, I'm okay, I'm in. And he was just like, no, it's a, it's a serious like decision. And I was just like, yeah, try and stop me. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, um, I think you came back to. Uh, uh, um, when you came back, you went. We went for a few drinks, yeah. and then mm. the Schwarz beer was in the fridges of the bars. And I think it was bread and roses. It was in the we bread had a and can roses, of that, yeah. and we went, "Oh, that is really nice." So yeah. I think that that kind of tipped you over the yeah. 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 So what what made you? So you mainly do lagers, don't you? We'll only do lagers. Only do lagers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was what's your decision behind that? Then that there must be come from that must be the drink you like, or it, it, yeah, obviously it comes from that. It's some, something I really enjoy. Drinking the same same with Connor, but um, but um, I was going around to bars asking, oh, what what craft lagers do you have? You know, yeah. when when it started, you know, the, the craft scene started picking up down here in Plymouth, and I and and you know they've given me very little to no choice whatsoever. Mm. So I thought mm, maybe that's you know that's something you can do, even up to the point where I was selling lagers to these bars, and they were telling me, I'm sorry, we a we only take ales or you should you should start doing ales mate because yeah, i mean at I, the end of the day IPAs and things like yeah. that because that i know. mean that's what 
these people want to drink. Yeah. I'm like, really? No, surely there's got to be, you know, uh, some lager drinkers out there mm. um, that, that, that might find it a little bit more interesting, you know, because there are a lot more styles out there um, yeah. than people than people think, um, and and uh, just as much as there are ales, I think, and um, and yeah, it's just a different, you know, yeah. different profile. It's a lot cleaner. It's a lot easier to drink, mm. especially in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, if you like something, um, even if it's a bit niche, there's always going to be people that that like that as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's really just. Um, we had to just sort of put our, f- our foot down and say, no, we like this. Other people will like this as well. Yeah. And um, I think that's because it might not be. I mean, obviously, lager is still, a, I would say, a big market, but I think it's it might, coming back. It, it is. Yeah. It's growing, growing. Yeah. But also, even if it's not the biggest market, why not just please one group of dedicated people who are going to go, hey, they're making a great product rather than trying to please everybody and then maybe failing to do that? Exactly. Like you guys, you know, it's that we want to, this is what we want to hit. And I think that's good that you have that kind of mentality of, no, that's all we're going to. All we're going to do basically through all the highs and the lows yeah <laughs> <laughs> and, and people go no 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 you don't want to do that how did you how did you so i guess going from we want to this feels like something that's not here i can't get the kind of lager that i want to drink how did you then go or hang on how do i step back now and figure out how to make the lager i want to drink that was a difficult part i mean um brewing lager um even though it's a very simple drink if you like yeah. uh, um, taste wise um, a lot more simplistic um, it's very difficult to brew mm-hmm. the hot side not so much but the fermentation the cold side of everything is it, it can be a nightmare because you've got to hit te- correct temperatures mm-hmm. and, and so on and so forth and then obviously you lager and you do that for six weeks seven weeks and and you can't really tell till all those flavors have amalgamated that you've got a really good beer. Whereas ale drink, between two and three weeks, they, you know, either it goes down a drain mm-hmm. or they go on and sell it if it's a really good thing, but you don't find that out mm. for, for, you know, seven weeks. And you're, mm. uh, yeah. And in the beginning, it was banging your head against brick wall, I think would be the good analogy. Um, uh, yeah, it's not an easy thing to do, um, but I enjoyed it so much that I could just continue doing it until I, you know, I got you know the best out of it do you do you remember that kind of that moment that you knew you were on to the right yeah that on that kind of um yeah i i brewed a pilsner Mm -hmm. and um i i i i dry hopped it i think it with with um cascade hops and um i entered uh plymouth's home brewing competition and um, I, I, I got gold and, and it went, you know, I thought, oh, well, actually, I'm really onto something here. And I think it came second overall, which was a good sign that, you know, to keep brewing lager, um, especially with 90% of them there that were, were ale. But yeah, I thought, you know, I thought, oh, this is really good. You know, I, A, I enjoy doing it and, and, and B, you know, I think I've got, you know, I'm good at this and I, I you know, I really want to um, see where, where I can go with it, yeah. you know? Mm. And I guess for you, when you started brewing with him, what did you want to bring to it? Did you just want to learn? Like, was there any kind of idea that you had that you wanted to try out? Or was it um, you hadn't really thought I, about it when you I sort of decided to jump in? I hadn't thought about <laughs> anything. He's a good cleaner. I, I'm, I'm still a good cleaner. Um, yeah, I just jumped into it. I just, obviously I tried previous batches in the past and I just knew it as a, a great product and, you know, believed in Paddy's in recipes and he's such a good brewer. Um, 
we we talk about sort of what beers we want to do next mm-hmm. um we sort of keep it slightly seasonal but really the recipes are all paddy like he's like a mad scientist in there really <laughs> that's a great image just a scientist <laughs> he's mad uh, yeah so you guys um You've uh, got your collaborations going with yeah. Utopian. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's we've been covered a month a now, is it? It's been out for about a month now. Awesome. Oh, you're one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, 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 Vienna. The, the Vienna Lager. Yeah, really nice, really mm. nice. And Pe- yeah, people it, are, are really loving it as well. They are. Yeah. Such good feedback. Yeah, I was going to say, um, Vessel, they're like, oh, they're really good. Yeah. You're like, why are you... Because they <laughs> don't... It's the lagers. Yeah. It's lagers. I know, that's it. Like, they have this preconception that, you know, that, that, um, mm. that the lagers are all bland and, you know, so on and so forth. But, yeah, you, you just have to make them well, it, I suppose. It's, yeah. it's funny because we do a, a Schwarzbier, which is like a black lager. Mm-hmm. And we've got our, our mobile bar, which is like a converted horse box trailer. And... <laughs> Sometimes it's like we've just got that and a cider, for example, and um, people are like, oh, oh no, it's black. Oh, I can't. No, it's too dark for me. And just this thing that everybody says is they try it and they're like, oh, it's quite nice actually. Yeah, yeah. We're like, yeah, oh, it's actually very clean. I was like, yeah, I did. Really light. I did tell you. Yeah, uh, you don't listen. What? What is it? All four, four, five percent that you that you do for that, or is there? It's four and a half percent. Four and a half percent. Four and a half percent. Four point eight for the Vienna. And I have done one uh, back in the early days. It was a a Maybach at six point seven, wasn't it? But that's probably the highest. Highest we've got. Drinkability. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You don't really want to have fewer few six point seven percent beers. Are you you wanting to go into that like sessional market? You you want to stick there? Yeah. Yeah. Um. I I think that that's a good market to be in. Mm -hmm. Um. uh, Obviously, through trial and error, and which is what's great about the horse box is you you Mm. can trial these things, you know, and 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 people can give you feedback right there and then yeah and um you know you know when you're on to a winner mm. yeah. you know really quickly yeah i mean and, talk, uh, talking about u- eureka moments i think i've i've had most of my eureka moments in the horse box when you just see people really enjoying the beer because mm-hmm. that's a good thing you've got that face-to-face customer service mm-hmm. yeah. and you get that immediate feedback mm-hmm. it's not like you sell it to a pub and then a month later they go oh it wasn't very good right yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. people are tasting it in front of you mm-hmm. And you just get that straight. And I was just like, nobody is saying that this is bad. I was like, <laughs> I was like, when we first started the horse box, I was just like, wait a second, no, everybody loves this. <laughs> What's going on? What was the idea behind the horse box? So I'm assuming that just makes it a bit more mobile for you to be there. Like, what's the difference between just kind of setting up a store? Did you want to look a bit different? What was the um, the horse box was really born from necessity. Mm-hmm. Being a small shed in the garden, brewing on such a small scale, we we really, it wasn't viable to sell the beer to pubs mm-hmm. mm. because the pubs want the best price, obviously, which is fine. And we just could not compete with anybody. Mm-hmm. So with the oh, horse the brewing box, size, that is, I mean, 50 litres, 100 litres or whatever. Yeah. Here, yeah. It was best. It made more financial sense to sell it through the horse box and get that immediate. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then we built on from there. Mm. But know, it's, and that's it, a good beer. That's a good beer. It's really helped us in lots of ways, like with, with cash flow, because we've, it's a mobile craft beer mm. bar. Mm-hmm. So if we didn't have our beer on, we'd have some other you know, excellent beer from around the country or, you know, we'd have Stannery or Rome or local mm. local craft breweries. 
How often are you using it? Is it every like every weekend or once a month? Uh, the... Two two or three times a month. Okay. So I think this year, the second year in the horse box has by far been our, our busiest year. Okay. Awesome. So um, she went down to Royal William Yard. We yeah. are. We yeah, we do yeah, that. Yeah. 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 We we just did um, Sunday. Just gone, yeah. and we're doing one the following month. Awesome. Yeah, it's really yeah. cool down there. Sure to get down there. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. So is that the best place? Is that where you usually are at the moment, Royal William Yard? Tavistock or? as well. We're yeah, in Tavi. we do Tavistock once a month mm. and uh, Royal William Yard once a month. Sorry, my bad. Okay. <laughs> and then um, we tried to squ- squeeze uh, a few in there as well. But we're not really like that hard working with it. <laughs> <laughs> we could be busier. I mean, uh, I think know. I think that what people kind of imagine is that you know we want to go and do weddings we want to do this mm. we want to do that mm. really as a brewery we should be concentrating on your beers great beers mm-hmm. you know to, to both be able to sell through the horse box and to other bars and restaurants mm. and and all these crafty you know places mm. in and around the country um um and the horse box is really just a great way of of a introducing these beers to people mm-hmm. and and getting as Connor says immediate feedback yeah. you know and just try and do as many as we can of these craft you know uh, food and, and 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 drink fairs I think yeah. that that's a that's a good way of doing it because mm-hmm. they're the type of people that want to drink that mm. I mean you know um, <laughs> if you went along to I don't know um, one of these uh, what do you call them uh, Port Elliot is it. You know, oh, the um, festival. yeah, the yeah, festivals yeah, yeah, yeah. and so on and so yeah. forth. I think they're run by these big breweries mm-hmm. uh, and, 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 and cider houses. And, um, you know, they don't really want you in there. We um, mm-hmm. we were booked in for Boardmasters, actually. Oh. <laughs> and um, we, we decided not to do it because um, I can't remember who was like sponsoring the event. Mm-hmm. But the only pitch they could have given us was in the car park, I think. Mm. And we were like... No, that's okay. <laughs> and it was like a lot of money to go into the car park. Mm. And um, yeah, thank God we didn't do that because <laughs> it got... cancelled anyway. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. It got cancelled. Yeah. People found out we weren't coming. And they just were like, and they oh, were like that's, yeah, it, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Can't, can't cancel the going. whole... No yeah. way. Can't do this. Can't do this anymore. Yeah. Yeah. What, bulletproof aren't going? Nah. Yeah, nah, that's it. That. Yeah. Nah, yeah. No point doing it. train over instead. Have you have you found you've got your your regulars? I guess at this point now, like, do you see the same faces? Yeah, we've got. Um, it's quite it's quite nice actually because I think um, our regulars have actually become good friends of ours. Okay, because they're people that live in Plymouth who love craft beer, you know, like yourselves, mm. and um, we and we see them quite regularly. And then if we're in Vessel, for example, and they're in there, we'll sit down and have a beer with them. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, you know, Matt from Matt's Beer Blog. Yeah. Like, he's he's quite a good um, supporter of he ours. He travels around and bumps into us <laughs> yeah. in Tavistock, I think, and then, you know, down the Royal William Yard. But, I mean, he only, only lives around the corner anyway. But, but uh, yeah, because of that, we've sort of... Um, yeah. yeah become become friends i think mm. i think that's just the whole beer community isn't it mm. it's yeah it's yeah about, it's, yeah. it's so inclusive yeah. i wouldn't want to work in any other industry mm-hmm. I, yeah. it's always nice as well i think like as much as it is nice having your friends and family support it's always great having those first people yeah. that you didn't know who now suddenly are like hey you know we think what you're doing is really cool and like we want to be part of that you know even if you know just as a customer like i think that's always really gratifying when someone you don't know recognizes yeah what you're what you're doing i guess so yeah. i had uh i was in uh, a bar yesterday and um 
Paddy posted a um, a video of us when we went up to Utopian on Thursday because we just brewed a Marzin up there. Mm -hmm. And there's a video of me being stupid and like pushing this button. (laughs) It's all like, it's it's all like quite automated, the brewery. And I was just like, guys, I want to do something. Let me push a button, (laughs) please. So they filmed me pushing the button and I was like, okay, great. And 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 then I was in this bar yesterday and he was like, Oh, you pushed that button. It's <laughs> like, yeah, that's yeah. me. I'm the man behind the button. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the button button pusher. For anyone oh. getting into, I guess, home brewing, or maybe that want to make the step up to um, starting to sell it themselves, like you guys have, um, what would you? What What's that kind of? What What were you doing to research getting into it? What advice would you give to someone, even if it is just on a homebrew level or trying to step up into making it a business? What would you say to them? Oh, it's really difficult because I mean, um, I did it purely from for the love of it mm. and and the enjoyment and and the fun that I got from brewing and learning as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the best thing really would be to join a community of of like minded people mm. and and then get your feed you know feedback from them. And I mean, you can swap recipes i mean you can chat about you know that these silly things and no one will glaze over you know because <laughs> you're all like-minded you all think the same and and mm. and i think that's probably the best best thing to do and um probably um find a mentor find someone that um you know has got your back and and has you know seen other breweries or other people mm. grow from there and he can give you give you help because um Peter, Peter from, from the Hop Shop, he's been really he's good. He's been a big mentor for Paddy. Mm. Certainly, if you're if you're homebrewing, you you'd probably be in there anyway because it's the best place in Plymouth for that kind of yeah yeah that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, let's talk about Utopian. Mm. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, how did that uh, happen? Like, when did the conversation start? We. Um, I think it was t- we had a couple of beers of theirs in Vessel. We did, mm. but be- before that, we've done two Cuckoo Bros in in the past, mm-hmm. and without going into too much detail, uh, won't mention any names. <laughs> but they went terribly, terribly wrong, okay. and it cost us a lot of money to not get this this beer. Mm-hmm. And we were lucky that we were so small in the horse box; we were like too small to fail. Because if someone else had put that much money into these brews and didn't get the beer, you know, they could have been in, in, in trouble, really. Paddy discovered Utopian when they first went onto like Instagram or something like that. And their, their brewery looked incredible and they and they did lagers and we were like, oh my God, these could be the... These the, could be the ones. These could be the guys <laughs> that, that people actually, can help us. <laughs> that we can actually trust, you know, because yeah. we were trying to make lagers in, in places where they not really yeah. set up for long no, when you say decoction to these guys they just look at you like you've got three heads <laughs> you know uh, um uh, or, or step mashing but yeah um when we found out about them i said look you know we'll, we'll hit them up we'll speak to them see what they can do their new place i'm sure they can understand and um and we then tried a couple of their beers didn't we in, yeah. in vessel um um and uh we really liked it and said ah, that's 
kind of what we want. So I then contacted them and <laughs> said, you know, can we come up and have a meet and a chat and so on and so forth? And they were really up for it. So, so yeah, we had, took a drive up there. Yeah. Crashed my car. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I did the car up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think the best of fun. luck comes when something, a car, not a car accident, but no, like, I, no. I got my, one of my first ever jobs, like I got, I was really proud of at Longleat. Like my friend was driving me in like, we hit something on the road and her car completely... Was that a tiger? Or? No, unfortunately it wasn't. It was like almost, yeah, almost that like irony of going to a, a job at a zoo and yeah. we hit an animal, but her car like it disconnected the water pipe from the radiator and just fried her engine. So, she like turned oh, to me that night and was like, you better get this job. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so sorry, you went up and had the chat with them yeah, after. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you made it crashed eventually. Crashed car, um, met the police, mm -hmm. um, yeah. uh, got breathalyzed, um, oh, all the usual stuff yeah. like that. It was and quite early. Said, we well, we, no, not, don't drink and drive. Don't drive. <laughs> yeah. but, um, but no, we, we, I think we, um, we went to Crediton, didn't we? The centre of Crediton. Yeah. Um, we, we had some food and then we said, should we just, we're here now, we might as well go and have a chat with them. So we did. I just drove my screwed up car and... <laughs> we, uh, we, we went to mechanics and uh, a guy got a forklift and he... And a put, chain. And a chain. He put it around the, the metal bumper and he just pulled it off the wheel and then we tied the plastic to one side and we were like, right, we're in Crediton. <laughs> we might as well go and see <laughs> Like, guys. let's just do the meeting. Like, let, we wow. can't not do the meeting now. Mm. And uh, we turned up. Do you think the sympathy helped? We turned up. And they were very, <laughs> I think we turned up when they were very surprised because um, they took one look at the car and went, "No." <laughs> but no, we, we we chatted with them and they and, and you can immediately see that they were like-minded people, um, and that was that was um, and you know you speak to Jeremy, the head brewer up there, and and you know you're saying exactly the right things and they're saying the right things and it all just just gels really nice i you think know, really um, well. it boils down boiled down to trust definitely for us, for us and, and we've for me yeah we've been let down and um as soon as we were chatting to jeremy and we saw the equipment and what was you know what was possible like paddy says a decoction mash which is like something that you rarely see in the southwest of england do you want to just give for a layman because like our podcast is we like that layman. idea of like someone who's just um, started out so do you want to give it just describe a, it. an so, idea um in order to get the um the maltiness the backbone of what a lager is because mm -hmm. um with ales obviously um the, it was hop and and yeast driven isn't it mm -hmm. um um especially with the modern anyway go go, go <laughs> but no um you need to get the maltiness the the breadiness out of the grains in order for the make to make the lager you know really nice mm -hmm. um and and not thin um but um basically uh, a decoction mash is taking a percentage, in this case it's 30% of the mash, move it to a kettle mm -hmm. and then boil it up um, to 100 degrees. Mm -hmm. And then when you move it back into the original grain, uh, mash tun, mm -hmm. um, it, it, it basically um, it hits the next step level you know the temperature that you're aiming for the next you know for the next time and that kind of releases a lot more flavor from the grains okay um it it almost caramelizes it from the boil and and it releases as a sort of caramelly sort of multi flavors that you wouldn't get in a lager right yeah, and, yeah. That, and obviously the lager is so clean or um you know uh you know, the hops are really gentle. So that's really where you're getting your flavour from in a lager. Okay. So, I mean, if you can do that, 
without a decoction mash, you know, you're doing something really well. Right. But I mean, it's an, an old German tradition, and we thought we'd go down that route. Um, um, and and Jeremy was very helpful in doing so. You know, in fact, it you know it was partially his idea as well to do that. Um, you know, when we were emailing each other mm-hmm. with recipes and stuff once we decided what style of lager we'd do, and it was the first time that they did it in their brewery. Right. And I believe that we're the only ones in the southwest that has done that. And that is, it is a tr- it's more of a German tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't necessarily have to do it, but I think that it does do something to that grain that you just possibly cannot do. Um, just from step mashing. Are there any beers um, from Germany you'd recommend that you think? What's your fave? What was your What was your kind of like? I guess inspiration. If there was any German beers that you were. Um, I like the stuff um, uh, like the Munich Helles and, mm. and, and and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they you know they're really tasty. Mm. They're not thin. They've got this good mouth feel to them. Mm-hmm. You know you the nice breadiness and so on and so forth. Yeah. And really really light on the hops. Not too. Um, you know, not too bitter. Mm-hmm. I think for me that, you know, it makes it more sessionable when it's nice and light, low hops, low bitterness, and, and you know, you've just got all that flavour in there. Mm. That's That for me is is pretty much perfect lager. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Connor, do you have a... Yeah, I, I really like the uh, the sort of the Marzin style mm-hmm. because it's, um, it's very similar with the Vienna. Um, basically, they uh, it used to be r- roasted malts over a fire and it used to be really dark black lagers and then they uh, went over to England and saw how we were roasting it and then they've brought it back and sort of that German style but with the the amber sort of coloured malts and it gives it a really nice like breadiness and maltiness to it yeah and um the Vienna is really nice. It's got like a slight sweetness at the end. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like a bit of sweetness in mine because mm-hmm. I was I, I started with lager, and now I'm like everything. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's always when I drink a lager, I'm t- it's nostalgia almost for me because I'm like that's where I started. Um, I'm yeah. sure it's be like, the ones now that are a lot better than they would be of being back, oh, yeah. back then. You know, oh, a can goodness. of Foster's or something. Exactly. exactly yeah. yeah. No, it's definitely on a better. park bench. Yeah. Mm, like, <laughs> <laughs> under a bridge no, oh fair enough okay. yeah. um, no. Uh, no they are yeah that's for me it just kind of brings it back and uh, you were saying about that like amber colour mm. um, Vienna your Vienna's got that kind of mm. nice amber look to it as well and it is it's, it's nice um, it's clean the, the, the Marzen that we've just just brewed mm. up there um, is similar yeah in colour uh, maybe a bit like it's a little lighter yeah but I mean yeah I, I do like it like that mm. you know, it's really really <laughs> nice yeah it's just kind of and it's different yeah. as well. I mean, mm-hmm. lots of exactly. lots of really light lagers, your hellas are out mm-hmm. there, as well as pilsners and so on and so forth. But I mean, if you can get get to the darker side, if yeah. you like, <laughs> of 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 the lagers, I think that you know it can yeah. be do you know can be really really good beer. Yeah, yeah. We've tried a bit of everything. We did. We have done a lager episode, and uh, we had three completely different ones, didn't we? We did, and completely different opinions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, that's the yeah. thing. We. Um, you know, we do lager and people think maybe we're um, hindered by that. But there's actually like 14 different mm-hmm. styles of lager. So mm-hmm. we don't really need to go out of that because I could spend a whole lifetime trying to perfect all these different lagers mm. and still, you know, never, you know, mm. it can always be tweaked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, you could just do the same lager over and over again just using different yeast or different hops or, mm-hmm. you know, 
um, just going down that route. I mean, we, we're we're um, overwhelmed with all the different styles that you can do. Oh yeah, yeah, um, great. But yeah, you talk about that process with Utopia, um, Utopian, sorry, and um, you were going back and forth and messaging. So when yeah, you- it was only a couple of emails with myself and Jeremy. Mm-hmm. Um, 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 as like-minded people, he he said, "Oh, do you want to do a decoction mash? We've never done one before." And I went, "Hell yeah, let's do it!" <laughs> um, and um, and then going up there and just seeing their kit, and you know, you're you're running through, you know, the stages and everything, and um, and 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 just entrusting these guys as well. That was uh, for me was like a ah, oh, <laughs> yeah. thank God for this. Yeah. You know, that that for me was like we're gonna have to brew these guys again. You yeah. know. Um, uh, starting with a collaboration fantastic you know we know you know what we can do with these guys and mm-hmm. we've tested the waters with with the vienna you know we've 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 sold it we've pretty much sold out nearly yeah. haven't we mm. so um um so yeah and then and then going okay th- this month i fancy doing this now that you know it's october and things are you know things are starting to get a bit darker mm-hmm. weather wise you know you start <laughs> going to your darker beers and, yeah. and i thought Perfect time to do a Mars and new things, mm, okay. yeah, Oktoberfest style. Nice. So, um, yeah, I, I ran it past um, Jeremy when we were up at the Pig and Pickle um, in Exeter, um, doing our second um, uh, can release party or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <laughs> it was the second one. So, yeah, that was really Breeding, good fun. Yeah. It was, <laughs> we couldn't only do one, um, but uh, but no, we, I was discussing it with him and and and. You know, I had done one in the past with New Zealand hops, and I thought I'll do one and um, proper German. I did, um, I did it with single, mm. single hop Mandarina Bavaria, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's looking pretty damn good, I think. Awesome! So, so we yeah, I'm really happy with that. For this one, um, another six weeks, I think. Yeah. So Ooh. so it'll be out. Exciting. I think the fifteenth or seventeenth of October. October. Awesome. Mm. October 1st. Well, if you guys exactly. want to come back on and do a live tasting with us, oh, I'd love yeah, welcome to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, It'll just be a lot of... Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sometimes happens. We'll drink it and then there'll be like kind of five Silence minutes we haven't five, said yeah, anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, we need to talk, but we are really enjoying this. <laughs> exactly, yeah. It makes life a lot more difficult. So what's the scale? So you guys, was it 50, 50 litres you guys can do in your shed? Yeah. And yeah. What's, you, what's, the, what's Utopian's output? Well, there's three and a half thousand. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But be- when we did the collaboration, mm-hmm. I asked if they could test it with two and a half thousand liters, mm-hmm. and Jeremy did, mm-hmm. and we could. So, awesome. um, yeah, <laughs> um, it's but it, you know, two and a half thousand liters, I think, is uh, is enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. 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 And with the collaboration, <laughs> we kind of split the the, the product mm-hmm. um, um, down the middle. Mm. Uh, both in cans and in kegs, yeah. but um, this one w- that we've brewed is all ours. This yeah. this Mazen is is all ours. Awesome. Yeah, nice. so we need so, to sell it. So, so who, <laughs> if anyone's any, listening, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyone fancies an Oktoberfest? Yeah, yeah um, it's going to be pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sam, Sam, if you're listening, please help. Yeah. <laughs> anyone? A, what, so I guess it it's all, it goes to that kind of face contact. But what was what was the first can release like for you guys? Like preparing for that, and then finally getting to. I didn't drink really it do a can else. release for my first beer. Mm-hmm. Um, I just went down to places with testers mm-hmm. and said, "Oh, this is we should be canned." You know, whenever do you fancy? You know, taking a case, and mm-hmm. nine times out of ten, people said, "Yeah, it was really good." Cool. Um, but at the time, there were very few. There were very very few um, craft 
beer shops yeah. and, and tap rooms uh, and, and so on and so forth mm. down here. And I think Sam, yeah, no, Sam tasted it in, in the Bread and Roses, the, the Schwarz beer, mm. and sent me a message on Twitter saying it was a great beer. He's just going to be opening up mm. uh, um, a tap room and bottle shop. Right, yeah. Um, yeah. Vessel and I walked over there and, and and met up with him when the place was bare. Um, that must have been three years ago it now. Was, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Surprising how long they've been open for. I thought it yeah, always yeah. seemed quite yeah. recent, yeah. and then suddenly it's like, oh yeah, the, the third is. birthday was celebrated or second birthday was celebrated, whichever one it was. Um, but yeah, no, I can't believe how long it's been open for. So no, no, it's and, good. And that they, they he was one of my you. first customers. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Roses. Mm. yeah, no, it was really, really good. It's Shout interesting to see how the. Uh, how people's opinion to crafts changed in that time as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was relatively new to Plymouth when mm-hmm. Sam opened Vesso. Yeah. <laughs> I know the Bread and Roses, uh, they, they like to keep things loco, and, mm-hmm. but um, the craft beer scene was not good. No. <laughs> no, no yeah. It's a diff- difficult market yeah. to get into. Mm. And, um, you know, now Rome's opened a, um, a, their I tap, discovered tap that room. whilst I was away. We I still haven't, haven't, haven't gone. Yeah. Get down there, it's awesome. Yeah. I We're just dropped a, another keg to them on Friday yeah. of the Vienna. Yeah, that's the second one in there. So yeah. It's very close to Mutley Plain, and obviously that's where we're looking at yeah. opening yeah. our bar. Okay. Mutley's getting some in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess do you want to talk about, so what's the, what was the, the kind of the idea behind that? When did you decide there's definitely going to be... We always wanted to open a bar. Um, I mean, that's one of the important things. That's probably why we had the horse box. I mean, it would, yeah. would have been mm-hmm. the easiest, cheapest way of doing that. Yeah. Um, but to have a permanent position um, in, in a pro- prominent space in, in, in Plymouth is, is one of the first things. It was written into my business plan. Mm-hmm. But, uh, um, uh, but I think now when things... For us, especially after all of the all of the mishaps and so on and so forth that we've had over the the three years that we've been, you know, trading for, mm. um, that that uh, we're now starting to see, right? People get us gaining traction. People really enjoying our beers and getting great feedback and stuff. And they said, right now, now's a brilliant time, absolutely fantastic time, yeah. to start opening somewhere like that. You know, um, yeah. I think uh, Mutley Plains definitely on the on the up and up. Mm. Um, lots of new businesses have moved in since we've started the process. We probably started in February, and um, hopefully we'll get our change of use at the end of this month. Awesome. So at the end of this month, we'll know it'd be either a yes or a no. Okay. So that's yeah. If it, if it is a yes, do you know how long it's going to be before you guys are? Hey, we're opening or. Is it's, that kind of? We're gonna. We'll be happy before Christmas. I think we'll be happy. We'll be really happy if it was before Christmas. Okay, cool. Okay, it's, it would be a, a lot of work because it's yeah. a it's an old charity shop at the moment. Right. Is it the okay. Cat one. Cat's protection. The cat one. Yeah. Just behind the the outside toilets, <laughs> which is yeah. being knocked down in the next week or so, oh, I believe. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Okay. Okay. It was in the paper. <laughs> and um, it's a big space, actually. We've got a big basement and we want to have sort of live music and, cool. you know, stand-up comedy and Ooh. and um, and things like that. And just sort of, you know, we'd like to be part of the community. So mm. yeah. if something's going on Mutley Plain, you know, we want it to be at our place. Yes, definitely. Well, Plymouth is like, I don't know, it's getting up there. Growing, yeah, it is. Of, like, we've got um, Twisters open, they've got yeah, we've Twist. got a keg in there. Have you? Oh, we had awesome. that's yeah, good, yeah, because yeah. yeah, like she's yeah, she was really sort of 
passionate about wanting to keep everything local that yeah. they could if they can Twist, do Twist it. Twist is really cool. I went yeah. in there just to like be nosy and put mm. my head in and I thought, oh, I'll have a coffee. And I, I went to sit down and all the tables are reserved. Ah. You have to like yeah. book a table. And I was like, I was like, excuse me, this is a coffee shop, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, so I have to book a table. She was like, oh, it is a coffee shop, but it's, you know, people come to play yeah. the games. Yeah. And they had like Verdant in the fridge and yeah. stuff. Verdant, Rome's on yeah. there. The one, the, their own yeah. IPAs yeah, yeah, yeah. on tap. Yeah, yeah. Like, think, that was... Um, New line, new yeah, line. the pills are on, which got, is new. Um, yeah. Bulletproof's yeah. new Vienna Lager. That's in, in there. <laughs> so, are there any other outside of Utopian? Is there anyone else you would want to collaborate with in the future? Are you, if you want to talk about that, obviously, if we've discussed it already, haven't we? There are a few people. Yeah, I mean, I'd love to to brew with Stannery. Stannery, um, I think. Yeah. New um, Lion would be really good for me. I don't know about you, but I'd um, love to. Yeah, I like New Lion, yeah. and yeah. their their crowdfunder's coming up, so maybe I might. In, in, in just kind of a little bit in yeah, yeah exactly all the brewery. and then when I like bring him up and say oh you know can we do a collab and I'm like well I am technically I'm a, technically a founding member yeah, yeah. Owner. I'm yeah. one of the owners yeah. but no um, I put 4p into the crowdfund <laughs> no it, um, I'd, I'd like to do some more collaborations yeah. it's just trying to find mm-hmm. Stannery, I'd love to do one with Stannery they're really yeah. great guys and um, they've been supporting us since day one they've helped us out massively over, mm-hmm. over the years mm-hmm. where like because we've sold a lot of their beer through the horse box mm-hmm. and we haven't always paid them on time <laughs> i think <clears> it's, uh, <throat> they've been very patient it's with us. Fair, mm-hmm. fair to say and you know we i feel like we've become good friends with them actually mm-hmm. we go up there and when they've got events on in in their tap room which is really cool yeah i don't know if you've You've no, I haven't. Been up no, there. Very... You have to. It's really cool. Mm. They've just uh, built this m- massive um, new brewery, mm-hmm. and uh, it's all very shiny and lovely. So they do a lot of food pairing, am I right? They do. They they yeah. put on a really good barbecue, yeah. and um, they sometimes have like pizza van up there. Mm. So nice. cool. is that something you guys are into as well? Like food pairing with your with your yeah. I, I mean, in the in the bar on Mutley, we plan to have street food because awesome. we we do a lot of these markets so we, we've got lots of really great contacts who mm-hmm. put up these gazebos and make really fantastic food mm. so we would like to i spoke to a couple of these guys mm-hmm. we've got a little bit of a car park at the back so just have cool. revolving food nice so you know yeah, friday, friday saturday night yeah, friday, yeah. Saturday, nice. yeah you know friday it could be world pizza mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. saturday it could be like the big kebab ski <laughs> who do like these really good vegan kebabs are they're Amazing. really cool and just yeah keep it like fresh i just want it to be sort of changing all the time really mm-hmm. um, people can just run down the stairs pick it up from the just outside the car park yeah and back up a few weeks <laughs> no, more good. you know yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And I think it's good that you keep it like, yeah, revolve it around so it yeah. can be different each time and what people maybe want to see next month or something. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, have you heard of this guy? Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Do you know cool. how you're going to manage kind of brewing and running the shop? Has that been... Um, d- difficult. <laughs> it's, it's... Well, I think I think that, you know, um, we're going to be doing more and more up at Utopian now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we're hoping, cross fingers, that we'll be able to do a brew a month up there cool so it is um you know that's that is a lot of beer for us you know yeah, especially yeah. if we use, use the, the the full full equipment if we went 3500 liters mm. one other thing as well in terms of can design is that so, how do you like how is that designed? do you have do you do it yourself is yeah. there someone else that you have i was the, gonna say you're the Mwah. graphic designer Mwah. Oh, okay. yeah 
Paddy's a very good graphic designer, yeah. so that helps. Brews the beer and designs the logos. Yeah, yeah it's all a fullback. Nice. It, I don't know which one was the fullback. Is it the graphic design or is it definitely graphic brewing. design? Beer's definitely. Beer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but I mean, um, yeah, I, I went to art college for many years, and I okay. and I did graphics uh, here in Plymouth, and uh, yeah, I just fell back on that. I mean, it's an easier way of, of doing it than mm. spending a hell of a lot of money on on can designs and yeah. logos and. All that sort of thing. Mm. Our, um, for the Marzen, we've we've hired a, a, a local artist. He went to Plymouth Uni, mm-hmm. and he was just came by the horse box one day, and uh, he said, oh, "I'm a lo- lo- local artist." So we hired him to do um, the can design for uh, the Marzen. It's all these little mon- aliens, yeah, aliens and cool. monsters. Yeah, yeah. And it looks really cool. And then, but Paddy put it into. I don't know the graphic design machine. Oh, illustrator <laughs> and, uh, into the graphic design machine. And he, he typed a few things in. He, and then. <laughs> but then he enhanced it and changed the colours slightly and and put all the the rest of the stuff in. Yeah. And it, lo- it looks really smart. I'm really really happy oh. with how it's turned out. Nice. So um, you'll be able to see that one soon. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, the um, the Vienna um, Sam really likes the design of the Vienna camera. Yeah. Mm, yeah. It's quite. Um, Classy, I would say. It is, you know, more Utopian. They're a classy bunch. <laughs> yeah. Is that was that you guys all Utopian that designed? It was that Utopian. One? Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. 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 We wanted to have a bit more fun because we're we're fun guys. <laughs> uh, but um, but but you know, obviously they have their own uh, branding and yeah. so on and so mm-hmm. forth, and they you know they wanted to keep. Which I completely I think, understand. Um, yeah. you know? I think I like it, the color palette on it. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, nice, really, it's, it's nice. really nice colors, and um, it's got a really nice textured feel to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we, we're really happy with the the can design, but I think in the future you'll see um, Utopian have like their own collaboration can design. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. So and, and keg badge and all that yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah, so like. Okay. Um, I don't think it will change much from that in the future mm. with other breweries. So you'd be able to look at that and go, oh, that's their you know, yeah. collaboration range. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like Nor- Northern Monk kind of, they've got their they patrons. That, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You can always tell them, yeah. Which is uh, <laughs> it's a smart marketing from them, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm looking at my notes. That's all right. <laughs> we've kind of said Do everything you, I've yeah. even written down, but um, uh, the only thing that we kind of haven't mentioned is um, kind of supermarket slash sellouts quotation marks are they sellouts exactly i don't know because some people are like i started thinking that they were sellouts i think we were discussing this on the way Mm. up to exeter a few weeks ago and it was um you're you're basically um selling your your beer to a greater market Mm -hmm. and if that means that it's just one can of beer that you do one of your core beers or or a special for that time of year Mm -hmm. um to have that the same time every year or generally is a good thing to do i personally think so Mm -hmm. because i mean uh, if someone then likes the beer or likes the brand or whatever Mm -hmm. they can then go off and find a smaller bottle shop or tap room and you know really then enjoy um different styles or different you know, yeah. different beers and stuff, and the ones they really enjoy from the from the supermarket. I, f- I think um, if a, as a brewery, you you have to grow. Mm-hmm. You you just have to. Sometimes, um, I don't know. Some breweries could probably say the same size, but most breweries need to grow. Mm-hmm. And then once they grow and they're producing more beer, where does that 
where does that beer go? Mm-hmm. It has to, somebody has to buy it. Mm-hmm. So I think su- supermarkets, that is easy. It's an easy option, so, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. like, as long as you focus in on, you know, bringing out cool new beers yeah. and, you know, trying to keep it original. I don't think there's anything wrong mm-hmm. with selling a core line to the supermarket. Mm-hmm. The The problem is the supermarket. Because yeah. they are going to f- cut you down on price. Mm-hmm. So you're only making v- tiny margins and then they're going to use that to sell it cheaper than you could buy it in your local yeah. bottle shop. Mm-hmm. That, that's the problem because you go, oh, you know, why would I buy Northern Monk from the v- Vessel when yeah. I can... Yeah, exactly. Get it I from, think I already see that happening. I mean, get it from Tesco's. Was, who's, what's the stout? Um... Not Magic fan. Rock, is it? Um, the, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. surreal. Like, yeah, that's yeah, the thing. Yeah, like, yeah. I, you know, when we went into Tesco, it was a 24 hour and they had, you could buy four for six quid. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. like, God, that's like. But, but it's not it's not the brewery's fault. No, like, no, it's not. You want to be a big brewery. You want to mm. produce a lot of beer because that's what's viable. Mm. And that's how it keeps, keeps your business that's running. Keeps, yeah. It keeps yeah. the lights on, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, the, it's the supermarkets and they're undercutting pubs mm-hmm. the pubs are closing all the time and they're, they're undercutting the bottle shops and um yeah and it's always uh, the consumer that suffers always yeah mm-hmm. um i think you are a seller if you sell to ab and bev though yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah if you, if you yeah. sell your brewery to heineken, to heineken yeah. then yeah you are a seller because there's a reason why they want to buy the brewery mm-hmm. um so that's it's that's obviously not to make it better. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's it's because they want to compete in this yeah. craft market. And if you sell your brewery to AB and Vev, you are making the problem worse, not better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it's the values as well. And and also, if Heineken want to buy your brewery, it's obviously a viable business. So you're kind of just giving up. I think you could. Yeah. There are other routes that you could take mm. than Crowd selling funding. crowdfunding. Mm-hmm. You know. There's lots of other things you could do yeah. than sell into this huge global mm-hmm. corporation that owns 90% of the world's breweries. I guess at, at that point, you also take yourself out of it. You know, it's not about the company you've built yeah. up. It kind yeah. of, you then kind of go, okay, I might be able to still make the beer I want to, but yeah. you might be giving the future of that company to someone else who doesn't have the same ideals that yeah, you exactly. have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, how can you brew? a beer that you love personally mm-hmm. or you when you started the the brewery to brew that st- that, that beer that you absolutely love mm. and then just give it away yeah yeah i can't see that mm. i can't see do, putting you know your life on the line both financially mm-hmm. at the beginning and mentally yeah. um the stresses and so on and so forth that you go through and then oh well, now we're doing really well we're doing this that and the other yeah. mm-hmm. oh Heineken, yeah, of course. Mm. I, all I want is three billion, mm. you know, and and that, that's yours. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, no, you've put I, your, I think you know, we would, can yeah. honestly say we'd never sell to Heineken. You've given me <laughs> maybe, both very good sound bites in four years' time. Maybe, oh, brilliant. Okay, yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Uh, maybe bulletproof a, sell to Heineken. Yeah. <laughs> Not Heineken, but maybe Asahi. Asahi. <laughs> 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 Well, Cloudwater pulled out of a, an event of some sort for Beavertown, weren't they? They did, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It's, what was you saying the other day about, um, uh, so when the, the money goes to the, the big corporation, you're buying um, 
Oh, right, heated gates. Heat, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan has some heated gates. Right, yeah. Well, when you've got the money, you can buy anything, can't yeah. you? Yeah. 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 You don't want your gates getting cold. No. <laughs> good <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> 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 no, I think that's a good perspective because like, mm. it's nice to hear from people who are up and coming, like what's it like for them and how is mm. it going into the industry when there are so many mm-hmm. bigger businesses threatening or wanting to buy you out yeah but the, the support is incredible mm. from other local breweries from you know the, the people of Plymouth and mm. anyone that's drinking the beer the support is really good from our families and friends nobody's like w- wishing us to fail mm. everyone wants us to mm. succeed in this so yeah it's it's great to see mm. and um I think lots of um, Plymouth businesses are benefiting from that. Yeah, I think that's why it's nice to see all the local breweries sort of team up and work together. Yeah, like you know, they're not all like, oh, well, hang on a second, they're going to step. And that would her. be different, wouldn't it? Yeah. If you were yeah. Heineken or Asahi and Louise Blades, they all fighting for, yeah. you know, fighting for for customers. Mm. It's um, I see it as it's like not us against Rome and Stannery. It's us, Rome and Stannery against Heineken. Yeah, yeah. you know, there's mm-hmm. such a huge market share. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not stepping on Rome's toes, I'm pretty sure. No. You know, they buy our beer and we buy theirs. Yeah. Yeah. So and the way same I with Stannery, like... the same with, you know, other places. Yeah. Mm. And I think the way I see it, like one week you might go to one place, the next week, hopefully, you know, yeah. by this time of Christmas or next year, I'll be going to go into your bar and try mm. your beer. So exactly, I, yeah. that's the way yeah. I want to yeah. see it. Yeah. I want to see people go to Rome mm. between four and nine. And then, uh, you know, and then come, <laughs> come, come down to us come down from to, 9 o'clock onwards. Yeah, from 9 yeah. o'clock onwards. Yeah. We'll be open till, I think, Mid- midnight. Midnight, yeah. 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 Awesome. So, you know, we're not trying to steal business from each other, definitely. Yeah. We're nice. trying to help each other out as much as we possibly can. So, cool. I'm, cool. Do you guys have anything else that yeah. you want to share? I've plug? already said too much. I was going to say, would you, <laughs> is there anything you'd like to plug that's coming up? And obviously you've spoken a bit about your beer, but do you yeah. want to just do like a proper kind of little like last thing just the next what the next few months are looking like for you guys um ladies first <laughs> <laughs> so the the next few months are, are really exciting it all depends on whether we get this this change of use but if, if we do we um will hopefully open the bar um you know november beginning of december because nobody wants to open a bar in january <laughs> um and we should have our vienna and our marzin on draft in and that a, bar and a couple of others that I might be brewing and Paddy's brewing then. some secret beers as well <laughs> Pro- probably a Swartz um, most so probably a Swartz it's um, yeah it's really really exciting times for us and we've had um, a really rough couple of years mm-hmm. and finally we I can f- finally see the light at the end yeah, of the tunnel yeah see the light at the end of the tunnel <laughs> yeah, yeah. so um, it's, it's good follow us on Instagram <laughs> and uh, just yeah. keep in touch guys it, it's been it's been tough but I mean now you know um, we're, 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 we're getting there we're growing mm. and, and for me that's been you know the, the, the cherry on the top of the cake it's been really really good I mean the feedback so far and people are chatting to us and you know people have been following us we've been getting really great feedback from what we do we do so far high five high five hey. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys want to find out more about them this is to audience members I'll put the your guys like links in the description and stuff oh, like that'd that be cool. so people yeah, can yeah, find yeah. you from our podcast so it'll be easy cool. for them there yeah. alright awesome. I think that's yeah. a good place to end so thank right. you very much guys yeah. for coming yeah, and chatting you. with us thanks for having us two uh, people you've kind of met in a bar yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly yeah
yeah. really appreciate it. It's well, actually, one person you met in a bar, and then another guy that you met today with a bunch of scary microphones. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I'm not scared of microphones. This room is terrifying, by the way. <laughs> Draped out in black. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, the door locks now. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 Have a lock in. Right. <laughs> no, thank you very much. Uh, for us, if anyone wants to get in contact in future to give us any recommendations, you can email us at hello high hops. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Do we have a Twitter? Not Twitter. <laughs> you can get also Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> I still use Twitter. Yeah. All the links to I this. Think the news does. Um, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, I have it Breaking to news. follow news, yeah. You can find these guys in the description. We'll be posting more information about them. And hopefully, if you guys have enjoyed, we'll have you back on to talk about your next beer, which I'm excited to. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I'd love to love to talk a bit we'll bring about, some about, about lagers. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Nice. Well, thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Cheers. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.